0: are you hosting events or thinking about it? If you have event or sponsorship questions and need advice, I would love if you can text me at 480-530-5182 and you can have an event planner at your fingertips. I will put this information in the show notes and let's get to the episode. Welcome to Eventive Entrepreneurs, the podcast where we talk everything about events, entrepreneurship, and sponsorship. I'm your host, Sarah Brush, event professional for over two decades. Let's get this party started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, our guest is Alex Street. Alex believes when you tell your story, you change the world. As an actor, youth pastor, and public speaker for more than 20 years, he knows firsthand how powerful storytelling is when it comes to personal development, business strategy, and cultivating empathy in our world. Now with his transformation story arc, Alex helps entrepreneurs create a clear message that connects with their audience and changes the world. Alex has coached TEDx speakers, best selling authors, and seven figure coaches to find the why rooted in their signature story. He has a master's in theological studies, is a husband of 16 years, and a dad to three Gen Z kids in Toronto, Ontario. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Sarah, it is so good to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's such a joy and I'm excited for where we're gonna go with this.
0: Yes, I am so excited to have you here. And I just saw your name popping up nonstop when we were in Fast Foundations and you were just killing it by just helping everybody with their mm-hmm. stories. So I can't wait for you to share all of your advice here.
1: Uh, it is. It is, it's kind of just, it's something I can't not do, you know, one of those things. And that's how yeah. I think I know that I'm in the right places because it's just, it's what I was doing anyways. And now I've put kind of a structure to it. And then it, so then it becomes easier to say like, Hey, can I help you? Can I help you? Hey, let me help you. Maybe sometimes a little too invasive, but Hey, we, we, we get,
0: we do what so. we can. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> and so since we're going to talk all about storytelling, can you tell us your story in 30 seconds?
1: Mm, Or you can go longer, whatever you want to
0: do. (laughs) No way.
1: I love this because this is something I do on my Instagram. I do 27 second stories and try to help people tell their stories in 30 seconds. So, um, you know, it does actually change a little bit every time. And if you're timing at home, then go ahead and look at this. We'll start. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now I'm Alex. I am your story coach, helping you clarify your story and speak it with confidence because I've always been a storyteller. My mom was an actress. I wanted to be just like her. And so became an actor, a public speaker, a youth pastor. And in all those ways of speaking and sharing a message, I was always confused in what my next step would be or what my message would be. Was I saying the right thing? And then my mom in her last days on earth helped me see that the reason we tell our story is not for our sake, but to shape those in front of us. So now here I am. I know that knowing your story is not enough. You have to be confident enough to share it clearly.
0: Oh, uh. that is so good. It's so good. <laughs> and it just gives me such an, I, I know it doesn't share all the details, but such an idea of how you got to where you are and why you're doing what you're doing.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell me what, how, so what jumped out?
0: I think just hearing your history, And just like talking about your mom and acting Mm -hmm. and things like that. And I can see how you would be in the business that you're in. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I love that. And how have you found, I guess, did it take you a while to find your story or figure out how to share that? How has it really impacted your business?
1: Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, right. I can say I've always been a storyteller, but it's always been like telling other people's stories, right? As an actor, I step into a character. As a speaker, I tell stories, but they're for a purpose, right? They're to captivate an audience or something. So to dive in uh, to my story really came out of a place, a desire, again, once again, for clarity. My life has always been about, I feel confused. So it was really what, three, four years ago, I can tell you the specific moment, the specific Starbucks that I was in when I just hunkered down, opened my laptop and said, okay, how did I get to where I am now? Why do I care so much about helping people the way I do? And that specific, I can show you the Evernote, like it's all there, that journey of just digging in and saying, what is this process or what got me here? And as I opened that up, it showed me really what this is all about. That's what brought that conversation with my mom to light. I knew what was significant in the moment 10 years ago. Um, but it really showed up to be like meaningful about three or four years ago when I was doing this work and saw, oh, that was a moment. Like that was a transformative moment. Um, and it's not the only one there's been many more, but as I look at that, that's the work. And so that's why I, I show up now. And instead of people just sort of trying and hoping to find their own story and find a meaning in it, I'm here to help you do that in a clear and structured, uh, structured way so that you can show up with the kind of clarity that, you know, we're all longing for, I think.
0: Right. And when you had that moment, like three, four years ago, did you, did it change what you were offering in your business or how you were, basically working within your business.
1: Yeah, I didn't have a business. So I
0: Okay, I wasn't <laughs> sure if you were doing that work. And then you kind of had like a a moment where you kind of defined it.
1: Right. So I was I, I was a youth pastor until about six years ago. And oh. within all of that, that was when I was public speaking and also, you know, dipping in some acting. Um and then left that role in kind of that community. And over the last six years has been a journey of like, how do I use these gifts? And maybe some people listening will really identify with these questions. I know that I've got something good to offer. I know that I've got something that can help people. But how in the world do I turn it into something that, can, that is actually tangible, practical, could possibly, maybe even if there's a glimmer of hope that I can also earn money from? is that in the cards? And so as I was asking that for a few years, that's when then I finally like went to this Starbucks and was like, fine, you know what? I got to do this. I got to dive in and just ask that why question. Um, why do I do this? Why do I care? And that why question opened up then, uh, what does this look like? And how do I show up to actually you know, yeah, start a business with this?
0: Yeah. And how has the last few years been for you as you started your business? Like how how much have you evolved and changed Mm -hmm. your offerings and things like that?
1: Yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, right. I'd say I started out as uh, it's always been about speaking for me. It's always been about that that performance aspect, that public speaking. How can I get in front of an audience? This is my sweet spot. Give me the microphone and I'm comfortable. So any opportunity that I can do that has always been a focus. And then there's also this one-on-one aspect right, Sarah, that if I can get in front of you and I can help pull out of you what you maybe don't see, that's the magic. And it seems to be a gift that, that I have that I'm leaning into that I think is really the joy of life is when you get to discover the gift that you have and then lean into that, that's like what we're here for. That's what we're made for. And so as I have been able to do that, it's kind of started kind of like life coaching and then, um, really, I, again, I had this other idea of like starting, uh, I had, it was called Gen Z matters or Gen Z matters. I'm Canadian. And, um, (laughs) it, uh, I had this idea of like, I'm going to go to organizations and help them understand the next generation and I'll speak to them about Gen Z. Cause that's what I've been working with for so, and so I brought that in that business idea into my first round of fast foundations, mastermind, my very first opportunity for business coaching, my very first investment into anything. And in that room, as I introduced myself and told a story, just like the one I just told you, I sat down and somebody in that room next to me that I felt terribly inadequate next to leaned over to me and said, you need to teach us how to speak like you do. And so that was a moment, September, 2019 in West Hollywood. When I let go of a lot of the fluff that I was holding on to, a lot of the the stuff that I was driving, a lot of these ideas, these like, yeah, but I could do, I could do, I could do. And I leaned into what I should do and really focused on speaking on communicating and specifically now storytelling. And that's where the clarity is.
0: Yeah, that's so exciting. And on that topic of clarity, how do you start with, you know, entrepreneurs or people that are wanting to tell their story to just help them get clarity on what, what should they share from their whole story? Cause I know sometimes yeah. I feel like it's hard to figure out, like either you don't feel it's impactful enough or you don't know what parts is the most impactful to share.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I mean, the thing I hear most of all is my story is too complicated. My story is too confusing or I'm not a good storyteller. And so we stick to talking about our services, right? And we put those out forwards and then maybe we'll tell a story, but it's so convoluted and so complicated because we don't know what to lean into. We don't know what to, to land on. We don't know what makes a difference. And so what I really lead people through is this basic three act story structure that I take them through the transformation story arc. Your, your story should be an arc, not a list. And so many of us are out there telling our stories like a list of events. This happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. And we tune out by the third thing as a listener because we don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. But if you, like I did, when I told my story early, my 30 second story, I started with where I am. This is who I am. Now, as soon as you hear that, your immediate reaction as a human, because we are storytelling beings is to say, why? If I say, I'm your story coach helping you do this, you're going to say, why wonder how? So then I go backwards and then I went to the very beginning because I've always been a storyteller and wanted to follow in my mom's footsteps. Now you're getting this understanding of who I am or who I was. And now you're really starting to fill that picture, just like you said. So go back to look at who you were. Where did this idea for what you do now begin this desire that you have to affect the world now? Where did that begin? And just open that up a little bit and just see, like, who were you as a kid, as a teenager? What did you really see in this world? What kind of were you always artistic? Were you always an organizer of people, Sarah? Like, did you always just manage to bring people together? Were you the part? Did you have the party house and you just loved to host? Like, those sort of things matter to you being an event organizer and crushing it the way that you are now, right? Like, those sort of things matter. And then we get to fill in the details from there. But I would say to to start with, look at who you are and look at who you were. And that's a really good starting place to, to, you know, to paint the arc as it were. Like a rainbow? Exactly. Picture the rainbow (laughs) and you've got the start of the rainbow over there and the end of the rainbow. Then you just get to fill in the middle. And this is where a lot of people get confused because they're like, I've got so many moments that transform my life. And. To you, if that's you, if you're like, I don't know what moment to pick, right? I said, it was a conversation with my mom. I could have also told you about when Dave gave me the first chance to speak on stage. I could have also told you about that moment at Fast Foundations. I could tell you about a dozen more moments that transformed me to be the storyteller that I am. So I would say to you, pick a moment, not the moment. It's about picking a, telling a moment that transformed you not necessarily the moment. We don't all have the Thor, the Captain America, explosive, heroic moment that really shaped things. And if you are really looking for that, you might actually you know tire yourself out or get frustrated because if you pick this one, well, then you're leaving these other five behind and you're going to feel bad for them. So, So I would just say when you're telling your story, look at who you were, then pick a moment that transformed you and tell us who you are.
0: And if you found that people that come to you that you work with that feel like maybe their story doesn't have anything to do with what they're doing now, which I know obviously it has to in some way to get to get you to where you are. Exactly. Yeah. Have you been able, do you pretty much are able to work with those people and really help them understand like how their history and their, you know, their story has brought them to where they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sarah, the stories I've heard,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be in your right? head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I try to let go of a lot of them. Um, they, I, I, right. We start, let's say, you know, I've got a, a fitness instructor or, or a personal trainer or a business coach, or, or even somebody selling a physical product. And they come to me, they're like, all right, look, I want to tell, I want to tell my story, my brand story. I'm like, great. Okay. So, and we just go through that process. Tell me who you are. What's the impact that you want to make? And that's the, that's the key point. Because you're showing up right now with your business and you're passionate about it because you want to make an impact. That impact, that feeling that people will feel when they're, when they're done interacting with you. That is so important. So I want people to feel more clear. I want clarity. That's it. So then I would go, okay, w- right. So now we go, okay, where did that begin? And As we go back, right, people are going to start telling me about their childhood and their their parents that um, didn't show affection to them, right? Or, you know, maybe there was abuse somewhere in there. Maybe there was drug use. Maybe there was addiction. Maybe there was, um, maybe it was a really fun and easy and beautiful and an expressive childhood and they felt loved and cared for and all those things. But we go there and we start to discover something about this person, something about you, that is you. This is who you are. Is it completely unique to you? No, because we only have so many words in the English language to define it. But you, I think of my 15 year old daughter, she's a reader. My goodness, she devours books right now. And I think about when she talks about who she was, you know, in 30, 20 years, 30 years, when she talks about being a teenager or being a young teen, um, I assume that's the kind of stuff that she'll bring up. She'll bring like, oh, yeah, no, I was a reader. I got lost in books. I loved it. I love to, to explore other places. That's why today I travel around the world And I'm a tour guide for people. Uh, I don't know what she's going to do, but it's that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like there's something in there that goes beyond the product, the service, but is absolutely the foundation for why you care about what you do right now and the impact that you want to make. Does that clarify that?
0: It totally does. And it's so fun to mm-hmm. think about your kids and just seeing what they're <laughs> doing now and what that potential story could be. And do oh, your gosh. kids now already, I mean, I'm sure you talk a lot to the, uh, to them about this. So do they already think about their story from where they are now?
1: <laughs> I, I honestly try not. It's like, I,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I try not to frame it in, in so much that sense, but we do, I do see a role as parents that we, I know that we are helping to form a story. Again, just looking at it in that light, right? Like we're not just going through the days and trying to make it through until they're 18 and they move out, whatever. I'm rec- rec- It's about recognizing that these years are a part of the story that they will tell, that they are currently telling when they go to school and they talk about their home or anything like that. And that they will carry with them to say, yeah, but these are who my parents were. And this is what our home felt like. And this is what it was like for us to go on a road trip. And they will describe these things in words that I I can only hope what kind of a story it will be. But ultimately, I know that they are the interpreters of their own story. and, And it's just my job to make it as exciting of an adventure and as loving and, um, positive of a journey I think as it could possibly be for them
0: Uh, well I have a 12 and 13 year old so it's just like Mm. hitting me like I love thinking about that and being part of that story so uh, do you have any examples of or stories of entrepreneurs that you've worked with that have really figured out and clarified their story and started sharing it and really saw like an increase in their sales and their business Mm.
1: yeah yeah. There's a couple that come to mind. So someone came to me. I mean, sometimes I do specific story coaching or speaker coaching and uh, people come to me because they want to get on stage or they have an opportunity to get on stage. And there's uh, there's someone who came to me and he just didn't know how to, he had a good business, personal trainer, um, good business going, but again, had no real emotional connection with it and with his clients, but he's a deeply emotional guy. And then as we worked on his story, we discovered something about that, that was so core to who he was, but he was afraid to show up. So ultimately he was bringing like a new style kind of, or something that would disrupt the -hmm. current system and sharing that was actually a point of fear for him. Until we went into his story and found that this is who he is. is he? It, he's always kind of been on an island. He's always kind of been this lone ranger. And that's actually where he thrives. And as he does that, as he has done that through his life, it's not that he stays alone, but people actually come to him. So that was kind of the, now as you step forward and you really lean into this thing that you have, people are going to come to you. So we finished our process and then his business exploded to where he was then bringing on extra coaches to coach w- under him, like this wow. bigger system. And he got some specific tr- uh, speaking opportunities where he got to go then and share his message in a very clear way. And again, we, we did some more speaker stuff um, to, to spread that out. And he stood up in front of those crowds with boldness and clarity, like never before. Um oh, cool. So there's a few of those where people are like, wow, this is my story. Now I have the strength. Now I have the clarity. I think of someone else who had this just truly horrific uh, childhood and and teenage years and was terrified to share her story because how are people going to respond? And it wasn't necessarily setting up for her business. Right but it was allowing her to show up with more confidence. And then she went to an open mic night and shared her story. And from there shared with me a bunch of text messages that came into her afterwards of people that were inspired by her and now feel strong enough to share their own story as well because they saw her vulnerability. And again, she's, she's in fitness. So her story was you know scared to strong and here she is showing up more strong than ever, not just physically, but, but emotionally. And mentally and people are going to follow her.
0: That gives me chills. Like that's,
1: it's insane. So it really is. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, and that's what I mean, right there. So there's, those are kind of the, we're going into your core to see what's there. And as you embrace that, you get this confidence. So does it show up in a, I shared my story and, three people then hired me, not honestly, not typically, I have had those messages. There are those messages where it's like, I shared my story. Like you told me to, and then somebody called me and booked a call right away because she said, you're the kind of person that I need, which is the hope that is the inspiration that is behind that mostly Sarah, what I'm doing is helping people see what's in them that they don't necessarily already see so that they show up with a confidence in their message that is unlike anything that they've been sharing so far that allows them then to step into any room and say, hey, this is what I do. This is why I do it. And then you can imagine that people are going to follow after that.
0: Right. And there's that piece of, you know, knowing your story, clarifying it, but then actually being able to communicate it publicly, especially if it's, you know, speaking like on a stage or open yeah. mic or things like that. So do you work with people on helping them get through the fear of public speaking as well?
1: Yeah. That's like, that's this is what I, yeah,
0: <laughs> I could tell that.
1: That's kind of where, where I nerd out on it. Like, I mean, I could, like I could talk about storytelling all day, but again, like I grew up in the theater. So the act of like performance of uh, the actual like art of of performing, call it public speaking, sure, but stepping in front of an audience and saying your piece, that is something that I get like really nerdy about. And I recognize that a lot of people don't even get to that stage because there's a fear inside them. Some people think it's the fear of public. It's the fear that the audience won't like me, right? Right. <laughs> Okay. So can we dig into this a little bit? Yeah. Cause I do love this. And I do actually, I host a group program called the fearless speakers Academy, trying to help people move through those fears so that you can show up. So, okay. You said me, you have fear.
0: I raised my hand. I said, I do not (laughs) like public speaking. Like I'm fine like this. I'm fine. Like in groups or if I have to present and it's like my team and it's, you know, but the fear of like going up like on a, like in front of a group of people is, I do not like that at all.
1: <laughs> okay. So let's just, let's play that out. So yeah. you have an opportunity and it's you in front of a hundred people oh my gosh. that have bought a ticket to an event that you're hosting. Can you, can you imagine <laughs> that what's happening right now? As you think I'm out?
0: thinking, I don't know if I would actually be hosting the event versus planning it because I would not want to get up on that stage.
1: Okay, great. So you, but what I mean is you're at an event where you know that the people there already like you. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to be, you don't want to do that. No. Because it's you with the microphone. So take us, take me through this a bit, Sarah. What I is think, the actual, what are you thinking in that moment?
0: I think for me, happen? it's anything with being on the spot and just having to like think on the spot and remember what I'm supposed to say. And I guess if you're talking from the heart, it's not like you're memorizing what you're saying, but right. for me, it's, I think it's that fear of just getting so nervous and not knowing what to say, forgetting what I was gonna say. And I think that's always kind of, I mean, my whole life, I've not enjoyed public speaking at all.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> let's, can I keep digging in? Is that okay?
0: Keep going, yeah. <laughs> If, I'm like your perfect if client that, for
1: this. <laughs> if that happened, let's just say, right? So you get up there on the microphone and you forget. Like you're two lines in and you like, oh shoot. Here it goes. And you're frozen on the spot. What does that mean? What does that mean about you? Like, what do you think that the people are thinking in that moment?
0: Yeah, and I mean, I guess. Of course, my first think would be, oh, I'm going to be so embarrassed. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. And I'm just standing there. Mm -hmm. But then I also feel like I would, I feel like people are understanding. People are there because, you know, they know you, they care, you know, but for me, I think it's just like, what would I do if I just forgot everything and I'm just standing there?
1: So, okay. So, right. So this is the way I see it is people have these two there's like this fear of public speaking. And it usually comes out in one of two ways easily. We're like, yeah, I have a fear that I'm going to screw up, that I'm going to mess up. I'm going to fumble over my words or forget my words. Or I have a fear that I'm going to speak passionately, but they're going to fall asleep or be noisy or leave. They, they won't receive me. They won't like it, the audience. So it's either audience or it's me. And the thing is with both of those, those are both performance pieces. We can fix those. We can, I believe I can, you know, help you with your speaking enough that the audience is captivated through and through. And we can work on your message enough that it's so clear that you won't forget it. You won't stumble mm-hmm. over that. We can work on that stuff. Those are performance tricks. But what I'm getting at, what I notice with a lot of people is we, we might claim that it's something like that, but there's something deeper. And you said it, you're like, I've always been afraid of this. Yeah. So there's some other story That you are listening to, that you are living through, that you are remembering, that you're believing, that is actually setting up some other lie that fear is telling you when you prepare for something like that. That is saying something much deeper, like, you know, Sarah, if you get up there and you fumble over your words, it means you're not good enough. Yeah. And you've never been good enough for this. So it's just going to prove that. Oh, go ahead. So it's just going to prove what we already think, what we being like, you know, you and your mind, you and fear living in your mind. If you do that, it's just going to prove what you've been thinking all along to be true.
0: Yeah. And I need to dig into that because I, in my head right now, I'm trying to think back to like experiences and, and how I got in this mindset about it. But like, Mm -hmm. I remember even having to go and present at my job and I almost was like, hmm, I literally almost want to quit my job instead of go present. Yeah. Like That's how much I do not want to present.
1: <laughs> so there's, there's, so let me just go through this because I think it might help to, to just even categorize this. Like So in my academy and in the stuff I talk about these, uh, the five main fears that I think show up um, and this is what it is, right? These are what are really kind of living in our core. There's the fear of not belonging that I don't belong in this space. If I speak up like, well, these aren't my people, they're not going to accept me. And so that shows up as like shyness, like I'm just shy. So you slip into a corner, you don't Mm -hmm. speak up because actually you're afraid that if you do speak up, you're not going to belong here. Um, that's one that like a lot of people claim or kind of have, but then there's this feeling of shamefulness that I think is, is they're like, "Ah, I'm just kind of ashamed of sharing this. I don't want to share my whole story because you actually have a fear that they're not going to like you. Like this is like, there's just a, if you really knew me, You wouldn't like me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so that's why people don't share their story. That's a real fear that we have of not sharing our story. It's like, yeah, but if you knew this about me, if you really knew that like falling into this career was kind of an accident, then you wouldn't hire me. And so I'm not going to tell you that journey. If you really knew that I was a youth pastor, why are you going to respect that as a business owner? Like, what? Right. So I'm going to hold back on that story instead of sharing it. Then there's the fear of, um, I call it the, 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 well, it's the fear of not being good enough, which is really attached to comparison. It's this feeling of, um, smallness compared to others. So maybe Sarah, you're like, I don't want to get up and speak in front of those hundred people because 89 of them could do it better than I could. Yeah. And so that's what you feel small in this room of giants, which is just you comparing yourself to them, even though you are the one with your name on the marquee and holding the microphone now inherently you are good enough to be on that stage, but you are constantly thinking I'm not, and I'm going to prove it to them now. Then there's this one. This is the one that lives with me. (laughs) This is the one that lives on my shoulder is the fear that I'm not going to make a difference. Hmm. So I could write a book. I could host a new program. I could launch this thing, but if I do, then nobody's going to show up. Nobody's going to buy it. Nobody's going to buy a ticket. Nobody's gonna hire me. And that would be the worst thing for me because I know I'm here to make a big impact. But what if nobody shows up? That would be so devastating to me that I'm not even gonna give it a shot and try it. So we hold back. Yeah. Are you with me on this? I am. (laughs) And I
0: like I'm in my head trying to figure out, like, you know, I I think I've always felt like, okay, I just I don't like public speaking. I don't like being in front of groups like that. And that's just the way it is. That's how I'm gonna live it. And I don't, I haven't had a desire to do that, which is mm-hmm. probably maybe I'm just masking that because I'm scared to do that. So I just kind of have I just was like, oh it it is what it is. I'm not gonna put myself in a position just have to speak like that.
1: Yeah. Well <laughs> I know and there's that's so the thing. Much
0: I, behind that.
1: <laughs> I think again, look, let's just put those those because those comparisons are interesting where you're like, oh I guess everybody speaks these days. So therefore I should speak. But really like if what you do is I talk about spotlight leaders, like a spotlight leader is not necessarily the person that's in the spotlight, but a spotlight leader is the one that's holding the spotlight so that the one, the other one can be seen. And I feel like you're probably more of that kind of a spotlight leader. You're the one who holds the spotlight to let others be seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in that case, you very well may not need to, or have to, get up on stage and speak your message like that. It just might not be the best way for you to do this. On the other hand, you do have a dynamic personality. I think (laughs) you would have a phenomenal message if I were to guess something about bringing people together and how community is changing the world, something around that. And if you, I fully believe if you did speak that, that it would inspire others to change. So why not?
0: Yeah, I love that. That's making me definitely do some deep thinking. And (laughs) simple things like, like you said, even if it's not like on a stage, but the simple things of easily doing IG lives or easily doing videos and things like that, that do make a difference and are things that I should be doing more often. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree with you.
1: Well, that's where I talk about. I like to think like, yeah, we think of stage and you think, yeah, conference center, hundred people, 6,000 people, stadium, whatever. But we, we live with a stage in our pocket right now. We, you have every opportunity to speak on Instagram, to show up and speak whatever message you want. This is your stage and you have an audience. Be it four people or 40 or 400, whoever sees your thing. Or if you put, the, put a reel out there and 9,000 people see that, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like we poo-poo <laughs> that we're like, oh, that's, that's 1% of what I normally get or 90 people saw it. And it's normally nine hundred. Like Ninety people, you know, I get to have a room of 90 people right now to hear my message. What so a true. gift. So yes, that of course that's the, but that's why there's a fear around that as well, because it's that same idea of like, this is a stage and mm-hmm. will people respond? Am I alone in this thinking? Am I as good as the next person? Will they like me? Do I belong here? All those same fears show up when you're trying to show up on Instagram as they would as when you're walking on stage.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, Alex, this is so good. And I love that we could kind of do this one-on-one deep dive mm-hmm. so people could kind of see how, how that works. <laughs> and I was act- really like, I'm your perfect person in that way for the fear of speaking. It's um, so good. Yeah, it's so good. So I know you also have a mastermind that you launched with Jillian um, mm-hmm. And I love Jillian. She is like the sales queen, and actually, she is owning that title of sales queen now. I heard on one of her podcasts. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I would just love if you can share about that and and how people can you know connect with you guys on that.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, Jill and I were actually talking on an IG Live, and and she's like, she was minimizing that idea of sales queen, and I was like, No, are you kidding me? Like that. You gotta own that. If that's what people are calling you, embrace it. And and again, it comes up to this. All of this, like when whenever we're thinking about what do I do, how do I clarify who I am and what I do and how people see me, I think this all comes down to again embracing who you are for so that you are more confident on this journey which is exactly what we're doing. So Jillian and I are realizing that story and sales, they just go so well together. One leads the other and needs the other. And and that's where we both show up in our dynamic expertise of 20 plus years, each in our own field, her and sales, me in storytelling. And we've both launched our own successful business over the last couple of years. And we have seen that there's a lot of programs out there that kind of just throw a guidebook at you and say here we're going to show you what to do we're going to we're going to tell you how to do it and uh kind of mix and match and hope that you pick up whatever you get along the way and we decided well let's do something more like a journey more like where like we're going on a road trip from here to here and the business the entrepreneurship journey of seeing where you want to go and then taking your own route to get there we're going to be with you every step of the way. So it's a five month mastermind with two guides with you all along the way, where we guide you step-by-step through what it takes to take your business, uh, from nothing to something or from something to the next level. And that's, we're really excited to get into that together.
0: Oh my gosh. I love you two together. Like, I think that's just such a powerful combination of all of Mm -hmm. the expertise that you bring. Um, and besides this mastermind, what are the other ways, um, you talked about your speaking, um, Mm -hmm. community that you have, what are the other ways that people can work with you?
1: Yeah. The main thing is one-on-one that's really what I'm leaning into right now. That's where the magic happens. If you've got a business and you feel like your brand story is confusing, complicated, or you don't have one at all, then we've got to talk and dive into this. It's three sessions, three months, and you find clarity like never before, Or if you've got a speaking opportunity coming up, then as I say, a nerd out on that and can really help you prepare for that opportunity so that you crush it. And you're remembered by that audience and really stand out from the crowd. So one-on-one coaching is where I'm leaning in right now. You can find all that info on my website, um, and start a conversation about that.
0: Well, this interview has just made me so happy. Like, it's just, you're so fun to talk to and you just provide so much value. Is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners?
1: Oh boy. I, I am just so thankful for you. Um, and for, uh, again, your willingness to be like, sure. Yeah. Let's go in. Let's explore my fears of speaking <laughs> that willingness. I think for those listening, um, just to recognize the leadership that you're actually demonstrating there as this, the host of this podcast, um, right. It might've felt like I was leading that conversation or coaching you, but it's your space here. And I just think that shows such a vulnerability and uh, an honesty and an authenticity from you. And I think it's something that a lot of us can learn as well, because you're showing up just willing to kind of to learn. You're willing to be taught. You're willing to see what's next. And I think that curiosity that you demonstrated is something we can all pick up on. And that's really what's going to allow us to take uh, the next step forward and, and keep moving in the direction we're supposed to. So thank you, Sarah. And I think there's a lot that we can learn from this.
0: Ah, uh, that means so much to me. Thank you so much. And I will put everything in the episode notes, all the places to find you, your mastermind, everything you're doing. So thank you again. This was fantastic.
1: Fabulous. My my, my pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening. Your time is valuable and I appreciate it that you spent it with me. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could review and rate it five stars. This helps us get the podcast out to more people. Thanks. Have a great day.